Amen. Let us close our eyes as we go into the message. Ask the Lord to speak to you again today. Ask the Lord to speak to you in his own language. I don't know what you are trusting God for, but in the message, I believe God is going to touch you today. Say, Lord, talk to me today. Tell him I'm here for you. I'm here for you today. Holy Spirit, speak to my heart. Speak to my situation. Meet me at the point of my need. Somebody pray to the Lord. Holy Ghost. Lord, reach out to me by your word again. Lord, reach out to me by your word. Are you praying? Jesus, appear unto me by your word today. Lord, appear to me by your word today. Jesus, appear to me by your word in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' precious name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I was looking at Sister Sherry and Brother Robert. And they said, I told the church that I will be back again. So I thought he was going to say, I'm coming again. <laughs> Amen. So every one of us believing God for the fruit of the womb. The same way these babies are dedicated. You will stand there to dedicate your own. You will stand there to dedicate your own. In the name of Jesus. That testimony took nine years in coming for brother Robert and sister Sherry and God said to them you shall not be barren so you have what they couldn't get in nine years they have two under three years or two years eh? that's all God can do praise the Lord and he will do the same in your life he will do the same in your home in the name of Jesus Bless God for Sister Janisha and Brother Allen and for this prophet of God. Uh, I call him Pastor Mike Ayub. Amen. We are going to miss you anyway, but I know you are going to fulfill God's destiny and calling upon your life. God's grace goes with you. The love of this house goes with you. In the name of Jesus, so shall it be. Now, I want us to sing um, one song that is on fire at the intercession already. Amen. And then we're just going to sing that song one or two minutes. But I said, go and collect microphone and come and sing. Eh? Hallelujah. Praise God. Glory, inter- glory to the Lamb of God. Glory to the Lamb. Glory, glory the highest glory to the Almighty. Glory to the Lamb of God. Hallelujah. Glory to the Lamb of God. Oh, glory to the Lamb. I give glory. Glory, glory, glory to the Lamb. 
honor in the highest honor. To the Almighty, to the Almighty, all of you the land of God.
Lord, they lift up your hands. The Holy Ghost is here. God is doing something here right now. God is touching your heart. God is touching your health. God is turning you around. The Holy Ghost is at work. The most is in the camp. Precious name. Lamentation chapter 2, verse 19. Pick up your Bibles. We want to make a special cry unto the Lord. And if your children are beside you, grab them. Make sure your children are beside you. Amen. If possible. And if they are not beside you, go and look for them. Make sure your children, if you don't have them here, bring their picture. Amen. If your son and daughter is abroad, find their picture. Whatever represents your child. If you don't have a child yet, write their name. God is in this house. His presence is awesome. Something is about to drop now. It's dropping for you. In the name of Jesus. Lamentations chapter 2, verse 19. Arise, cry out in the night. In the beginning of the watches, pour out thine height like water before the face of the Lord. Lift up thy hands toward him for the light of thy young children. Is that written in your Bible? <laughs> for the light of thy young children that faint for hunger in the top of every street. Lift up your hands and cry for your children. I don't know why God is sending this word, but it is a time we need to pray for these children. Whatever hurt, whatever evil, whatever arrangement hell has against our children, cry from the depth of your heart today. We decree, Lord, no evil concerning these children. I cry for my children today. I cry for my sons, for my daughter. I cry for my sons. Lift up your hands and cry from the depth of your heart. Lord, I bring for these children before you. Let your power, let your grace, let your anointing rest upon these children. Liaka sagadaga, reto saketo sagarados, liako pakotandalagabrosa. My sons and daughter shall fulfill destiny. No evil shall befall them. No harm shall come near them. 
my children shall fulfill the calling of the Lord. My sons and daughters shall be as the similitude of the past. I decree the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper over my children. I decree no evil, no harm, no hurt, no agenda of the enemy shall prosper in the life of my sons, shall prosper in the life of my daughters. In the name of Jesus, they shall fulfill destiny. They shall fulfill destiny. They shall fulfill destiny. Are you crying? Are you crying? Are you crying? Tete Kotaga, Rosa Katandali, Prosma Katarados, my father, my God, Lea Kataga, Zeketokabarados, every hope, every agenda of hell against our children in this church, we stand against it, we stand against it, we stand against it, every painting in the heart of our children. We decree, let there be a recovery. Every heart, every harm, every sickness, every arrow of infirmity that the enemy has fired against any of our children. We decree, God of our salvation, God of our salvation, let there be a divine release. Let there be a divine release. Makataga, Rekotaga Brosa. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Father. Blessed be your name. Hallelujah. In Jesus' precious name, we are praying. In Jesus' precious name, we are praying. Hallelujah. Everything they have fired against your children, whatever the enemy has planned against them, I decree today, let them be destroyed. In the name of Jesus. 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 <laughs> Whatever they have brought against you and your family, every heart, every heart, every device of the wicked against our children, I decree today, let them be destroyed in the name of Jesus. Our children shall fulfill their days. They shall fulfill destiny. They shall accomplish the plan of God for their lives. Their destiny shall not be aborted. Their destiny shall not be aborted. They will shine like the stars in the kingdom. They will bring glory unto God in the name of Jesus. So shall it be. In Jesus' precious name. For every family that is here to have a child here, and maybe you've had one and you desire more, within the next nine months, 
God that we have cried on today will prove that He is God in your Lord. The same way these families have embraced their children today, you will stand on this altar embracing your own. Receive it now. Receive it now. In the name of Jesus, so shall it be. In Jesus' precious name. Hallelujah. Are you blessed already? Are you sure you are blessed already? I can call pastor to close us now. Amen. Father, thank you for the way you started with us. What a service. Your power is awesome here already. Reach out to everyone at the point of need. In the name of Jesus. So shall it be. In Jesus' precious name. Before you sit down, I'd like you to cry again. Lord, everyone at the point of shame. This one, the Holy Ghost is speaking to me right now. Everyone marked out for shame in this church. Stretch forth your hand and deliver them. Are you crying now? I don't know who this man is. I don't know who this sister is. Lord, every man, every woman, every brother, every sister, master, what a day, marked out for shame. Jehovah, stretch forth your hand from your throne of grace and deliver them. Deliver them. We shall not see shame in our camp. We shall not see shame in the office. We shall not see shame as we follow you, O God. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name. It is done. You have escaped. The snare is broken. I say you have escaped. The snare is broken. I say you have escaped. In the name of Jesus. So shall it be. Let's put our hands together for the Lord. Please be seated. Amen. And welcome your neighbor to God's presence again. Man, you're looking handsome. You're looking sweet. Sister Marisa, God bless you. You're looking pretty today. Hallelujah. Praise. You know, she's close to me, so I can see her clearly. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. Welcome back, Pastor Leslie. Have you seen Pastor Leslie? Stretch uh, forth your neck. You see him here. Amen. Praise God. In case you don't know, he stood up during birthday. So I'm announcing on his behalf. Find your way to his house. There will be plenty of briyani there. Praise God. This week is your week. Whatever the enemy thought they stole from you, God will restore them this week. He will restore them sevenfold. In the name of Jesus. We look briefly again today at fulfilling your days. And I think in the series, this will be the sixth time I'll be speaking on it, fulfilling your days. So we could say part six. The last time we were talking about fulfilling your days, we were talking about engaging the prayer altar. The blessedness of the prayer altar. And I said by the Spirit of God that you need four things to make the most of your prayers, of your prayer altar. You need to prepare, approaching God in prayers. You need to forgive so that your Heavenly Father can forgive you. And whatever you have prayed, 
you need to believe that God has answered. And finally, number four, you need to behave like God has answered. Amen? That's the reason behind if you are believing God for a child, go and buy baby things. The only reason you are buying baby things is because you are behaving like God has answered. Praise the Lord. Amen? And the summary of that is if you will ever make progress in prayers, these four things amongst others must be in place. Praise the Lord. Today, we look at very briefly a couple of things here. What is it that makes our prayer altar crucial in our Christian adventure? What is it about this prayer altar that we cannot but engage it? Praise the Lord. We cannot but engage it. Number one, it is the place of consecration. You cannot live a life of holiness and righteousness and repentance that we also love dearly without exchanging yourself at the altar of prayer which is holiness. At the altar of prayers, you are engaging. That's why it is important for you to forgive. So that your heavenly father can forgive. And when you are forgiving, you have access to his almightiness. Where every form of sin and sicknesses and misdeeds are wiped away. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Romans chapter 6, verse 12. Let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body, that you should obey it in the loss thereof, neither yield ye your members as instruments of unrighteousness unto sin, but yield yourselves unto God as those that are alive from the dead, and your members as instruments of righteousness unto God, for sin shall not have dominion over you. For ye are not under the law, but under the grace of God. Verse 18. Know ye not that to whom ye yield yourselves, servants to obey, his servants ye are to whom ye obey, whether of sin unto death, or of obedience unto righteousness. Verse 22. Being then made free from sin, ye became the servants of righteousness. I speak after the manner of men, because of the infirmity of your flesh. For as ye have yielded your members, servants to uncleanness and to iniquity unto iniquity, even so now yield your members, servants to unrighteousness unto holiness. But now being made free from sin and become servants of God, ye have your fruit unto holiness and the everlasting life. At the prayer altar, we claim divine enablement to deal with 
every appearance of sin. For ye are servants of whatever ye yield yourselves to. Amen? Sin shall no longer have dominion over me. It's not cheap talk. It's hard work. And one of the work required is to go before the Lord in prayers. Lord, empower me to say no. When the temptations of sin come knocking. Praise the Lord. Are you with me today? That's why the prayer altar is key. Lord, empower me today. When the temptations of sin come around. To say no to it. Amen. I see at the once of how I came back from a trip with hard currencies in my hand. And then my colleague was there in the office. If I was you, I will not return this money. <laughs> I said, in me. Thank God you are not me. Thank God I am me. Because I know where I'm going. Amen. I may not be here if I have taken that money. Because ye are servants to him whom ye yield. The flesh is always at enmity with the will of God. And the will of God is thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not covet what is not your own. And every time that, is, that which is not our own is the things our eyes is running after. Praise the Lord. No wonder Job said in Job 31 verse 1, I made a covenant with my eyes. Why then should I look lustfully upon a maiden? That means, my eyes, in case you want to stray, let God knock you back. My mind, in case you want to drift off blood of Jesus, knock me back. Amen? That's how to live above sin. It's not cheap talk. It's hard work. And you engage the altar of prayers to stay living a life of holiness and righteousness. Are you with me? Amen? What is it that makes the prayer altar key? Number two, it is a place that demands all concentration and all focus. No distraction. You focus every time. I tell my children when we are praying, this is God's golden time. Because they came home and then they were saying, in school we have golden time. Okay. Uh, so if you have golden time in school, God must have golden time at home. Amen. That demands full concentration so that light from heaven can assess our hearts and God reveals all the secrets behind the troubles that we are going through to us and we walk free. Praise the Lord. That's why it is key to prepare before engaging God in prayers. Praise the Lord. Luke chapter 11 verse 34. The light of the body is the eye. Therefore, when thy eye is single, thy whole body is full of light. But when thy eye is evil, thy body is full of darkness. You need a singleness of heart. So, what is the prayer? Lord, as I approach you in prayers, I speak to my heart. You are not permitted to drift off. 
You are not permitted to wander. Stay here and focus on the God of your salvation. Praise the Lord. And you see heaven speaking directly to your heart. Sending light to every situation of your life. Amen. And then you walk free. You walk free. You walk free. You walk free. Let me say this. There is a secret ladder that people climb. Amen. Every success you see in life is because a secret has been discovered. Not just discovered, but engaged. Amen. Now, every time you engage a truth of scripture, light comes to you. And whatever is contending with your situation gives way naturally. Now, one of the ways to assess the secrets behind the challenges of your life is to engage in prayers and you need sound concentration. Amen? Lest you miss whatever God is saying, lest you miss whatever God is doing. So you speak to your heart, my heart, you are not permitted to wander as I go into church, as I go before the Lord today, my heart, stay in full concentration to receive from the Lord. If my eyes be single, my heart, my mind, singleness of heart, then my destiny shall be full of light. And when my destiny is full of light, I can't miss my way in life. Praise the Lord. When my destiny is full of light, I can't miss my way in life. Number three. What is it about the prayer altar? It is a place that demands great sacrifice. Psalms 141 verse 1. Lord, I cry unto thee, make haste unto me. Give ear unto my voice when I cry unto thee. Let my prayer be set forth before thee as an incense. Verse 2. And the lifting of my hands as the evening sacrifice. And the lifting of my hands as the evening sacrifice. Praise the Lord. Quite a number of us struggle with praying at night or praying early in the morning or praying at all. Now, prayer is a sacrifice. Praise the Lord. Uh, I always say that the only thing you do to prayer is to what? <laughs> Ephesians chapter 6 verse 18. Praying always with all prayer. And so the only thing you do to prayer is to pray it. You don't do any other thing to prayer. You pray it. And that demands a sacrifice of time, of luxury, of whatever you need to give up to pray. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Last week, I sent 20 prayer points to my team in intercession. 20 to pray for the week. 20. Now, that demands... 
some measure of sacrifice to push it through. Amen? Praise the Lord. And every prayer point backs the scripture. So that I'm expecting that you read the scripture first, you understand, and then you pray. Now, by the time you go through that, if you run through those 20, you are spending minimum one to one and a half hours. That's the sacrifice. And God, who sees your sacrifice in secret, shall reward you in the open. I say we reward you in the open. In the name of Jesus. You see, if you are doing it, it will show. If you are not doing it, it will show. Amen? The difference between the success and the failure is what they are doing. If you are doing it, it will show. If you are not doing it, it will show. Receive grace to be a prayer intercessor. <laughs> Your amen is cold. I won't say prayer, 20 prayer prayer to you, don't worry. It's only to intercession. So if you are an intercessory team and you are planning on taking a holiday, this week it may be 50. So. <laughs> Praise the Lord. There must be a turnaround in this church. In the name of Jesus. Number four, the prayer altar is a place to contact grace and mercy for overcoming the challenges of our lives. What is it about the prayer altar? It is a place for engaging grace and mercy to overcome the challenges of our lives. Amen? Praise the Lord. We had one small challenge in my family a few weeks back. And then I sat on the bed. On the bed. Lord, show up now by this word. By this word. Show up. By your grace. By your mercy. By your grace. By your mercy. Your word says, come into the presence of God. Hebrews 4.16. Where you shall obtain grace and mercy to find help in time of need. And the word from heaven saw through. Amen. Light came down and we walk free. <laughs> Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Last year, I had a siege on my career, on my walk. And it was as if I should run away <laughs> from a man. If I, I was very close to disappearing. I would just call pastor from Nigeria. Um, Pastor, God bless you. <laughs> I am, I'm not sure. <laughs> Praise God. But when they, in their trouble, did turn to the Lord their God, Second Chronicles chapter 15, He was found of them, and the Lord gave them rest round about. So I faced the wall like Ezekiah. Lord, this is about to finish you. Pull me out. And God showed up. You find grace. And mercy to help bring you out of the storms of your life. I was sharing with them last Saturday at intercession, and I said, You know, Jesus said, Mark chapter 4, Luke chapter 8, said to the disciples, Come, let us go over. And as the disciples began to go, their wind became contrary. Now, they were in the will of God. They were. In the will of God, but the wind became contrary. 
So that things are not going as planned doesn't mean you are not in divine will. It just means that you need to find the answer. You need grace and mercy because there is a need so that you can walk free. And in one of those encounters, one, Jesus was sleeping. Master, master, clear not that we perish. Man, you guys have been with you for all this while. You still don't know what you need to do. Okay, this is what you need to do in this kind of situation. Wait, be still. And there was a great calm. Calm is coming for you. This week, there shall be a great calm for you. In the name of Jesus. So, and then the other time, Jesus was walking on water. And he was, he was coming. He was coming. Peter said, ah, master, <laughs> if it be you, bid me come. Jesus said, why not, Peter? Come along. And then he took the first step. Ah, I'm walking on water. And then he took the second one. Ah, I'm walking on water. Like Jesus. Come on now. Exciting. Then the wind, this wind again, became boisterous. Jesus said to Peter, come. Jesus said to them, let us go over. I don't care the siege around your life. You are going to go over it. You are going to go over it. You are going to go over it. Say amen like you believe it. And then Peter began to think. And Jesus grabbed him. Ah, Peter, why did you take your eyes off me? Why are you looking at the boisterous wind? That's a word for somebody. Take your eyes off the situation. Keep your eyes on Jesus. He is more than able to bring you out. This week, he will bring you out. You are coming out. You are coming out. I say you are coming out. In the name of Jesus. That's where it is. And you must get it. Hebrews chapter 4. Let's read that verse of scripture. Verse 16. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace. And grace there means unmerited favor. That we may obtain mercy. And find the favor required to help in time of need. Great grace is released upon us to fulfill our days at the altar of prayer. Acts chapter 4 verse 31. And when they are prayed, the place was shaking where they were assembled together. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. And they spake the word of God with boldness. Verse 33. And with great power gave the apostles witness when they had prayed. With great power gave the apostles witness of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. And great grace was upon them. When they had prayed, grace to fulfill destiny came upon them. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. If you read Acts chapter 4, I think from verse 25 down to the end, you see the kind of prayer they prayed. That's the kind of prayer you should be praying. That signs and wonders be done in thy holy uh, child's name, in the name of thy holy child, Jesus. And then, wow, things began to happen. There is no seed that can hurt you in. God is God enough to bring you out. And God will bring you out. God will bring you out. My God will bring you out. In the name of Jesus. One of the blessings I had. On one of those trips I had and I was challenged. God said to me. I will fight for you. 
and you will hold your peace. I said, wow. That voice came as I engaged the prayer altar. Grace to pray. Grace to stand strong. Grace to pray for hours without fainting. Receive it today in the name of Jesus. The truth is this. You cannot go far in this adventure without a solid prayer base. Even Jesus had to do 40 days and 40 nights before his ministry started in prayers and fastings. And Paul said, in fastings often, I am what I am by the grace of God. But that grace came upon me so that praying and fasting can be a lifestyle often. That's the meaning. Praise the Lord. Are you with me? May God give you understanding. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus Christ. So, my beloved, as I bring this to a close, number five, prayer and fasting provides an atmosphere for spiritually strengthening you, the man, as head of the family, spiritually strengthening your family, and by extension, the church of God. Praise the Lord. The strength of every church is in the grace of God available on the praying father. The strength of every church is on the grace available on the praying level of the pastor who is a father, on the leaders who are fathers. So you discover that the higher the grace for your prayer life, the more firebrand, the more breakthroughs, the more turnarounds the congregation enjoys. Praise the Lord. Whatever you will, that's why we say pray for the leaders. That they will not faint. That they will not faint. Because it is coming from the head to the church. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Daniel chapter, chapter 10 here. Daniel chapter 10. Very quickly, I just read that through and then we pray. In those days, I, Daniel, was mourning for three full weeks. I ate no pleasant bread, neither came flesh nor wine in my mouth, neither did I anoint myself at all three, three whole weeks were fulfilled. Then said he unto me, Fear not, Daniel, for from the first day thou didst set thy hand to understand and to chasten thyself before thy God, thy words were heard, and I am come for thy words. Then there came again and taught me one like the appearance of a man, and it strengthened me. This is in prayer. Daniel is praying here. And said, O man, greatly beloved, fear not, peace be unto thee. Be strong, yea, be strong. So the more you pray, the more strength you generate. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Verse 19. And when he had spoken unto me, I was strengthened and said, let my Lord speak, for thou hast strengthened me. Let's be on our feet. You are going to receive strength today. Lord, 
grace and strength not to faint on my prayer, with my prayer life. Not to play games with my prayer life. Release it unto me. Are you praying? Lord, grace and mercy, grace and strength on my prayer altar, release it to me today. Not to play off, not to wander off, not to miss it in the name of Jesus. I receive it in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. You are here in this service, you are not born again. There is no escape for you. Everything we have said won't work. All eyes closed, all heads bowed. You want to give your life to Christ. Let's raise up your right hand and say, Pastor, I'm here. Are you there? Church, have you been blessed? What about the rest of you? Church, that's every one of us. Have you been blessed today? Amen. And let me ask one more question. Especially to the fathers. Is it a challenge to put up a prayer altar? How many of you face that challenge? If you do, it's time we ask God for grace. It's time we ask God to teach us. And it's not wrong. The disciples, in Luke chapter 11, verse 1, the disciples asked Jesus, Lord, teach us to pray. We can say the same thing today. So I'm asking that to all of us here, including me, if we are struggling with a prayer altar, talk to God right now. Talk to God. It's no longer time to be arrogant or obstinate or to think of ourselves. Fathers, you are the priests in your home. If you and I cannot set up a prayer altar, why are we praying for our families? It's time to set up our prayer altar. It's crucial. You've heard that today. That's what the Lord told us. It is a place of consecration. It is a place of enablement. It is a place of focus. It is a place of sacrifice. It is a place of overcoming challenges. And it is a place of spiritual strengthening. Father God, we say thank you, Lord, for teaching us once again, Lord. The power that you have placed at our disposal, Lord. If we can only come to you in prayer, Lord, Father. We could overcome so much, Lord. A little bit of sacrifice, Lord. If we can just focus on you, Lord. If we can just consecrate ourselves unto you, Lord. You will make us enablers, Lord Father. Father God, thank you, Lord, for teaching us time and again. That to all of us who know you, you have made a way, Lord. We are to be overcomers. Thank you, Father God, for once again reminding us, Lord, 
that a prayerless Christian is a powerless Christian. Father God, make us prayerful people, Lord. Establish a prayer altar in the home of every one of us, Lord Father. Without fail, Father God, help us to come into your presence. Talk to you to learn to be overcomers. Father, we thank you, Lord, for teaching us once again. And we give glory to you. Thank you, Father, for using your servant, Lord Father, to bring us this crucial truth, this enabling truth, Lord Father, that we may activate it into our lives. We ask, Lord, that more of your anointing be poured out upon our pastor, Lord. That you will bless him, Lord Father, and his family, Lord Father. And you will give him words of wisdom that he will be able to teach us, Lord Father, in days to come. We thank you, Father, for every one of us gathered here, Lord Father. Pray, Lord, that as we move out, we will not be powerless Christians, but we will be powerful Christians, Lord Father, ready to serve you, Lord Father. We give all glory to you, for in Jesus' name we pray. Let's share the grace. The Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Church, let's meet outside and continue with our fellowship. Please note that there are refreshments kept outside, so please help yourself to refreshments, and please do fellowship.